regardless, it wasn't selling. And I was at a small profit. I was happy to take the single. I couldn't get out. And it's in the morning time. It was up. I couldn't get out. Stock starts panicking. I can't get out. And I'm just wondering what is going on. Is it because it's so illiquid? No, I had to give uh, E-Trade Pro permission for me to trade pre-market and after hours. I didn't know that. So I got out with a loss on whatever that stock was. I'm wow. so frustrated. Wow. So- it, these are these are so, so terrific, these stories, Tessa. And thank you for being willing to share them with us because these these are small details that make a huge difference. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast. A podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Welcome back, everybody, to the Steady Trade Podcast. I'm so excited today to introduce you to Tessa Lamping. I'm running solo again today. Uh, Tim Bowen and Stephen Johnson weren't able to make it. Stephen will try. If he can jump in a little bit later, he will. But if not, uh, it's going to be a girl's conversation today. Uh, Tessa and I got connected on Twitter, and Tessa Lamping is her Twitter handle. And uh, she basically is a penny she's on a penny stock journey and uh her story is so inspiring she and i had a chance last week to get to know each other a little bit and uh we we just had i, I don't know about you but i could have gone on and on with that conversation for a long time so oh, tessa tell us a little bit about yourself uh just so the audience knows who you are and then we're going to just have you share with the audience just you know your experience so far, what got you into it? But let's just start with an introduction so people have some context about like where you're coming from and uh, what what drew you to, to trading in the first place. Yeah, definitely. So I've always been pretty ambitious. I graduated college with my associates before high school, and then I was immediately determined to get my career started so I can get ahead of the game. And I started working for the private sector and started modeling internationally and doing runway. Um, during that crazy adventure, I met a nightclub owner. I thought that would be great for my career. We'd be great friends and just see where things went. Well, his grandmother was passing from cancer and it just broke my heart since she was such a sweet lady that I decided to help her take care of her and I spent over a year doing that and I became pregnant during this time and it was an experience of a lifetime to say the least Um, but I had to get out of that situation because it wasn't anything that I thought um he turned out to be huge into drugs and the party scene, and that wasn't for me. So when I was finally able to leave that situation due to um, 
the legality is because it was a huge court battle about who's going to take care of his grandmother um, and inherit all of her stuff and all that. I was considered a caretaker and they finally gave me permission to leave. They ended up taking care of her until her passing. And I got out of that situation, fortunately, and I moved back in with my parents and they've been super supportive. My mom was super excited that she finally got her grandbaby. And my modeling career was definitely just over basically at that point. And I wanted to figure out something where I could work from home. And so I applied, I got a couple jobs again uh, while I was pregnant and I decided to get my bachelor's degree in information security. So once I was accepted to that, by the uh, time my kid was starting to move around, I should be able to uh, graduate and be done with that. And I wasn't really liking it anymore. So I was getting into Forex and cryptocurrency, but that just demanded so much time and studying and I didn't want to lose my money. So uh, I just came across a Timothy Sykes ad and it was crazy. Out of all the people and all the ads, he was the one I trusted and I didn't question him whatsoever. It was just nuts. He just seemed really honest and uh, legitimate to me. So I started watching all of his YouTube videos because I didn't make very much at the time. Um, I actually applied for his challenge and they asked me, well, how much do you have? I'm like, well, I have $500. I can start trading, right? You guys said it doesn't take very much to start trading. They're like, all right, well, I'll apply when you get a little bit more money than that. So it took me several months later. I have my kid at this time and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to trade. <laughs> I have like um, $2,000, I think it was, wow. not saved up for the call or the course, yeah. but to just go in my account. Cause I watched yeah. Tim's videos. He's like, just use $2,000. That's a good trading amount to start with. I'm like, perfect. So I got the VIP again and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get accepted this time. Um, They sent me a huge email of what's included in it, told me the price. I'm like, oh, darn it. All right. Well, I'll stick to, um, I got into the millionaire master's program and the market mastery. That's all I could afford. And so like, all right, well, I'll work my way up. And then I see Tim Sykes saying, oh, my most dedicated students are in the challenge. I'm like, no, I'm here. I'm here. Do you not like see this? But um, my friend let me know on Instagram that Tim Sykes posted um, a post and a story about me because um, after I had my kid, I was told that I had cervical cancer. It's like, gosh, darn it. All right. Well, I'll study you while I'm in the room. I'm like, hopefully this can get taken care of because I need to be a millionaire. <laughs> wow. Tessa, that is a hell of a journey. I have no idea about the health issue, honey. That's intense. Well, it's taken care of now. So okay, I'm very good. fortunate about okay. that. But my mom saw me sleeping with my phone in my hand. So uh, she took a picture and I'm like, oh, mom, it's just a game we do usually. Yeah. Well, yeah. I posted it. One of Tim's students found it, tagged him in it. Tim posted about it and said, wow. 
I'm the student of the week. And I saw my phone. I just started jumping up and down. I couldn't even watch it all the way. I was uh. crying, showing my mom, like, look, look. So I'd love to hear a little bit about what, how your day looks as a day trader. You know, tell, give, walk me through, especially because you have a child. How, how old is your child? Um, just over a year. Okay. And what's your, what's your child's name? Christian. <laughs> I love that. The 50 shades of gray movie. So I just had to name him. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. All right. So Christian, give me a sense of like how you juggle being a mom and trading. What does the day look like? Well, he sleeps with me in my bed because that's the only way I can get any sort of sleep. And so I got him, I got the dog, and I basically sleep curled up to my laptops while they hog the bed. So I have my alarms set, I have multiple alarms, and they start going off at 3.50 in the morning my time. So uh, that's what... Three, four, five, yeah, 6.50 a.m. Eastern. Sorry, I'm terrible at math. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, what, what part um, of the country are you in? I, I'm in Washington State. So Okay, West okay. Coast. Yep, yep. Uh, so that's super early. I'm used to going to bed at that time before I had a kid. So it's a huge change. And then I'm watching pre-market, and I'm just happy that he's sleeping. I go through my watch list that I make the night before, usually after the market's closed, because I look for the top percent gainers, the multi-day spikers. And right now I'm focusing primarily on morning panic dip buys because my kid, he's waking up anywhere between 6.30 in the morning, my time. So 9.30 Eastern um, to 10.30 Eastern. And that's right when the market's open to the first, the most exciting time of the market, you could say. And it takes about 10, 15 minutes for the stocks to drop. And then I'm trying to buy the dip. And I'm just hoping I kept my kid up late enough the night before that he'll sleep in. Sometimes he'll wake up and I'll try and trade. That's usually when I lose. Um, but when he sleeps in and uh, I'm on the right track, I'm usually able to make a little bit in the mornings by the time he wakes up. And I only use small positions right now because um, it's very questionable when he's going to wake up. And I want to make sure my account's going to grow slowly but surely. <laughs> and that's what? usually my mornings. <laughs> how, how, how long have you been trading for now? Um. With the live account, I've been trading for a couple months. I opened it right when the coronavirus sector was going up uh, anywhere from 300 to 1,000 percent. But before that, I've been paper trading for over six months. But I've been studying and trading for a a little over a year now. Okay. And what do you feel you have noticed besides just having to, you know, caretake for your son? What's the biggest challenge you find yourself bumping into? The biggest challenge I face is focusing on one setup and knowing what kind of position size to take. Because I've been really early on the morning panic dip buys that 
sometimes I'll cut the loss really quick and then the stock spikes and it's like, goodness, that was just consolidation. I should have held. And then other times where I'm like, okay, it could bounce right here. And then it goes down another 10, 20 cents. And it's like, oh, why didn't I cut my loss that time? So I'll cut it and then I'll re-enter when it starts showing that it's bottoming and then it'll spike. But then my loss is bigger than my gain or I'll have a bigger size for those losses. And I'm not confident myself necessarily that I won't use the big size when I actually reach the bottom. So when I have a single, it doesn't take out my losses because I already sized down. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what, what do you feel has been the most important of, you know, I'm listening, as you know, to Tim Sykes's courses now myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I sometimes call myself a baby trader, but I, I feel like I can't even call myself a baby. I feel like I'm still in the womb because I'm still, <laughs> you know, reading all the books and watching all the videos. Is it of the work that you've been exposed to of his, what do you feel uh, is the most, you know, profound for you or the one that kind of made you go, huh, I could do this. A lot of it was starting from his YouTube videos, just his honesty and realizing he mostly trades just three setups. And once I was able to memorize those, like first green days holding overnight, um, preferably OTCs with a catalyst, I'm like, oh, and they have to close near their highs. So I was like, that's really simple to understand. Once I memorized that, I'm like, okay, what's the next pattern? Well, he uh, short sells the first uh, down day on a pump and dump. Like, okay, that's really simple. And then the third is uh, dip buying morning panics. And so when he reiterates this over and over and over um, every day, it's like, okay, I recognize those patterns. It's just getting comfortable and getting used to them. And so watching his How to Make Millions DVD and Learn to Read SEC Filings and Trader Checklist, they really helped me a ton. Because in How to Make Millions, he goes over everything. It's over or around 35 hours long. I've watched that four times at least. And just doing that, I've learned to uh, read the level two. I mean, I didn't um, get his learn level two DVD yet, which I plan on getting the rest of them uh, when I join his challenge, hopefully by next year. Yeah. Um, just watching it over and over and over, you can start to pick out uh, what he's talking about and apply it to trading. But what made the biggest difference was actually getting the stocks to trade software so I could apply what he was actually talking about. That made the biggest difference. And, and just explain a little bit like how it made the difference for you. Just, and, 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 you know, part of me is sensitive to the viewers watching right now that you guys might be thinking this is like an ad for Tim Sykes. It's so not because honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm listening to him now and I've just gotten on the stocks to trade uh, platform myself. So these are, these are genuine questions for me. These are not like, you know, I know what the answer to this question is. I'm just really curious because, you know, 
taking what you listen to and literally applying it are radically different. And I've been terrified to even get on the platform. They've given me access to it a while ago. And it was just last night that I finally got on there because I just felt overwhelmed. It was like just so much information. And as I was very fortunate to have one of the stocks to trade, uh, Bryce walked me through it. All these months and months of hearing Tim and Stephen talk and listening to Tim Sykes is, uh, you know, the one on Profitly, which is the millionaire. What is the formal name of that one again? Uh, how to be a millionaire. Uh, how to make millions. How to make millions. How to make millions. <laughs> and the other one is the trader checklist. Those yeah. are the two that I've been listening to kind of, you know, for months. And when they took me on the platform last night for the first time, thanks to Bryce, I, I kind of understood what he was talking about. It was, it was like one of those moments, ah, where I was yeah, like, the wow, aha the aha moment where you're like, okay, I know what that word means. I know what that phrase means. Yeah. I still have a very, very long way to go, but I think I'm just curious for you. What was it from those courses or YouTube videos when you kind of had your, ah, I got this. I can do this. Um, so. I saved up for months to get stocks to trade and I've had so many aha moments. I'm even just the other day, I was like, Oh, well, reviewing the stocks to trade YouTube video with Kyle, where, uh, he said that he waits for the stocks to panic at least 10, 20, 30, 40% before he buys. Um, that's like, Oh, duh. Tim always talks about that. And so yesterday, I think it was, um, I waited for SRNE, uh, to panic more than 10%. Uh, maybe it was this morning. I think it was this morning I was watching it panic. And today's, and today's May 20th for everybody to know May 20th, <laughs> May 20th, 2020, just for context, keep going. Uh, but it panicked 10%. And that's when I, I did bought it and I was right on. And so I found near the bottom had some issues, but, um, I was able to take a single. So I'm green this morning. Yesterday I was buying, shoot, I don't even remember the ticker. Um, but I was buying it around like 5%, 7%. And that's when I was way too early and I didn't even pay attention to the percent uh, yesterday and it kept panicking until it was about 10, 15%. And that's when it started bottoming out. And it's like, Oh, now I have a 10% rule where if it does, if it panics before 10%, then I'm just going to wait. Even if it bounces, I'm going to wait. So let's see how I stick to that. But the biggest aha moment was getting stocks to trade. Cause then like I said, you can watch what Tim's talking about. And I even have one laptop uh, that has stocks to trade and then another laptop that has E-Trade Pro because Tim is always doing video lessons with E-Trade Pro. So it's easier for me to kind of judge where the breakout is because I can have the 200 day chart on my E-Trade and then the current day chart on stocks to trade. So I'm watching both. The level two is definitely better on stocks to trade. So I'm watching level two here. I'm typing in my orders over here and being able to watch Tim's alerts and see when he enters a trade, when he exits a trade, 
um, you can see how to dip by and it's like, oh, well, that makes sense. And when Tim's talking about taking singles, you can see that he's taking about 10 cents here, maybe 15 cents or five cents. And you can really see what he means by taking singles or cutting losses when the stock kind of just what I w used to think was consolidating, but it's testing it and not breaking out higher. And he cuts his losses. There's just so many aha moments just by being involved. Yeah. And I would say that's the biggest aha moment is being involved and trying it. Definitely paper trading. Uh, I know Steven Johnson made fun of me for paper trading and says that he doesn't <laughs> recommend it and he doesn't like it. But for someone who didn't even know what a stock was or what a green day or green to red or a, a candlestick period meant paper trading was the perfect way for me to get involved and learn without losing money. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. And you paper traded for how long? Um, a little over six months. Okay. Yeah, I gave myself a $2,000 limit to mimic what I was trading with. Yep. And I actually grew that to roughly about 5,000. That's fantastic. And then when you made the decision to leave the paper trading, walk me through what that was like for you emotionally. Oh goodness. It was like opening up my paper trading account for the first time. Um, I had to watch Tim Sykes's YouTube videos on even how to get E-Trade to work and so I was super grateful for that, but I did a lot of research and mostly watching Tim's stuff to figure out if that was the right broker for me yep. and the answering the questions. I was like, mom, is this right? Do I put this? <laughs> like, I don't know how, how, old to are you? This. how old are you, Tessa? We, we've been 24, <laughs> 24. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Lots of, lots of guts for a 24 year old. All right. So you're, you're asking your mom, you're double checking that you're answering the questions, right? The first day you're trading with real money, walk me through what that was like for you. Okay. So I was really excited. These stocks are going up 300, 500, a thousand percent. I'm like, yes, I've been studying these. I know exactly what to do. I'm going to buy these as they're breaking out. And at first I tried the stocks to trade broker integration, but it was right when the stay at home order started taking place. So stocks to trade was just overwhelmed. And my internet living in the city, that wasn't good. And usually it's better than being here at home. <laughs> right. And so I'm having all these internet issues. I'm using the broker integration. And I'm like, yes. And I placed my first trade. I'm up 50, 60, I think 80%. I forget which ticker it was. And I'm like, yes, I'm, it, but it took me forever to get executed on the buy. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not worried about that. I'm trying to sell. I'm like, single, 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 let's get it. Yep. And then the stock just starts going down. Now I'm down 40, 50, even greater percent and percent wise. And I'm just like, what's going on? My sell orders in, I should be profiting. I mean, this is, I'm using like a hundred dollar positions. And so I'm like frustrated trying to exit, trying to cut my loss quickly. And then 
it executes. So being up 80 cents, I'm now down 50 cents. And that's when I got executed. So now my account's just going down and I'm getting super frustrated. I'm like, this isn't my fault. I'm like, what's going on here? And so it was like that basically for three days where I'd be up nice amount and here I am with a huge loss and my account's now down like a hundred dollars. I, for me, I am so tight with my money and particular with it that a hundred dollars, I should have been up like 200. And so that really messed with my psychology, even though I'm, cause I'm not one to blame things. So I'm like, this is my fault. Why uh, am I not better prepared? But I didn't know better. So then I pulled E-Trade up, trying to have stocks to trade on the same laptop. So I'm trying to watch stocks to trade. I have to click on to E-Trade to have the website, which blocks stocks to trade. So I can't see if my order is being executed. I can't see to type it in. I'm now getting partial fills, which I wasn't... I would occasionally on the paper trading, but not too often. And so now I'm trying to figure out how many shares I have. So then I'm losing another 20, 30, 40, $100. And it's like, oh my goodness, I can't do this. I can't trade like this. I just can't. So my stepdad was really nice and bought me a new laptop so I could have one just for stocks to trade and one just for E-Trade. But then I had to download E-Trade Pro uh, because that's what Tim Sykes uses. And I was like, okay, now I'm ready. And I'm still typing in my orders. I'd be up. And then, excuse me, I was holding, I think it was TCCO. I don't remember the ticker. It's on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I was like, is this a good stock to hold overnight? And Tim's like, yeah, it's closing strong. So I'm like, yes, I chose the right ticker. And then after that, when the I think the market was closed, Tim's like, well, I wouldn't hold it overnight. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Darn it. So my alarms are set for one in the morning, my time, which is 4 a.m. that, uh, East Coast time. time. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm waking up. I am wide awake trying to sell. I was even trying to sell after hours. Um, you, uh, I think, yeah, I was still trying to sell after hours on E-Trade Pro or it could have been stocks to trade. I don't quite remember, but regardless, it wasn't selling. And I was at a small profit. I was happy to take the single. I couldn't get out. I mean, it's in the morning time. It was up. I couldn't get out. Stock starts panicking. I can't get out. And I'm just wondering what is going on. Is it because it's so illiquid? No, I had to give uh, E-Trade Pro permission for me to trade pre-market and after hours. I didn't know that. So I got out with a loss on whatever that stock was. I'm wow. so frustrated. Wow. So- I, these are, these are so, so terrific, these stories, Tessa. And thank you for being willing to share them with us because these, these are small details that make a huge difference. And when you are totally green and you're totally new, you don't know that internet connections or computers that maybe aren't as fresh and new uh, and clean and fast are important or that E-Trade needs permission to have you trade off hours. These, this, I'm just so grateful that you're willing to share this. I think this vulnerability is what's so important for new traders. Like if we don't share these vulnerable human stories or mistakes we make, how, how, how else are people going to learn? 
So fantastic. Fantastic. So that, so that, that happens. Now you've got two strikes against you, at least psychologically, right? You've got to be feeling you're doing all the right things. You, you feel like you're correcting yourself when you need to, and then you're still bumping into brick walls. So tell me how you overcame that and what that felt like. Well, after just basically losing since I began live trading, I'm like, oh goodness, I'm Twitter seeing me making all these gains on paper trading. And then they're like, go live, make YouTube videos, make profitly videos. So I started doing that, like loss, 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 this loss, that loss. Someone started telling me that I was buying the backsides on trades because I just started over trading at this point. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. So maybe if I just buy here, it'll go up and I'll profit finally now that all my software is working. And that was totally the wrong way to go. After all those losses, I just lost um, my discipline. Mm -hmm. And so I had to take a break from social media. I had to take a break from my blog. I just started venting on Twitter, basically like, Hey, this is too much. I'm going to be missing an action for at least a week. I would go on walks. I just spend my time focusing on Tim's video lessons, trying to regain my rules. I watched countless videos on Tim Gratani's rules, just rules, rules, rules. Yes. <laughs> yes. All I wanted to focus on. Plus my kids teething and he was just Oof. a lot to handle. And so after having that break, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start from the basics again, like I did paper trading. I am focusing 100% on morning panic dip buys. I want to master this. I don't care about any other trades. I'm most compatible with this pattern right now, given my schedule and my kid and all these outside factors that play a huge role in my trading. Yes. And just knowing that that's what I'm going for and just refining this process, I'm turning my red days around and I'm having more green days now than I am red. So it's really nice. Plus um, sizing down helped a lot too for when I made a bad trade, I'd only have one share. So I'd be able to focus more on the percentage gains. Plus I load upload everything to Profitly and I have an online trading journal, Trader Sync, that does all my spreadsheets for me. I don't have to deal with any spreadsheets. I love it. And Beautiful. it uploads it to a calendar right on there. I can just copy and paste from my trades from E-Trade and import them onto Trader Sync. And it just being able to analyze that, seeing my statistics, seeing my charts, and it's just a little bit more in depth than uh profitly. And so being able to really get one-on-one with these stocks and analyze has helped tremendously. That's fantastic. I, I applaud your discipline and your self-awareness to have noticed at that 
time that you were over trading and that you were trying to maybe make up for those bumps that you hit and that you paused, you pressed the pause button. You went outside for walks, right? You realized, okay, my, my child is teething. That's asking a lot more of me than normal. You know, like you got off social media. You just, you just were really self-aware. So I just want to acknowledge you for that. It's a really amazing. And that pause, you know, allowed you to come back stronger, more disciplined. You, you spent your time focusing on the rules. That takes a lot. I think really of emotional maturity. And, and instead of making yourself wrong, it's like you just kind of assessed where am I and what is that I need to do different the next time. Yeah, exactly. And when I followed Tim's rules as to a T as I understand, and it changes all the time. The rules are the same, but how you understand the rules and how you can apply them, that changes as you uh, gain more experience as you have more of those aha moments. And I really think being able to recognize that and just really focus on one pattern and mastering it makes just a huge difference. That's great. That's great. What would you say to a trader or, or not even a trader? I'm, I'm going to actually imagine somebody watching this for the first time. Uh, maybe it's a woman who has a child. Maybe it's a, a young man who's saying, I could never do this. Like to the people who talk themselves out of it, the, to the people that maybe need to have a, ability. I know Tim Bowen talks all the time about this being a side hustle. You know, maybe you have a full-time job and this is something you want to create for yourself to have uh, extra money, a little extra money coming in every month. To somebody who can't imagine themselves doing this, but yet they're watching this video, so there's something kind of egging them on, what would you say to them they need to kind of consider uh, and or kind of measure this themselves up against to come into this? Like what if you were trying to encourage them, what would that be? And or to discourage them. I mean, honestly, what would what would be the honest truth you'd give them? I would say that. I'm definitely different than a lot of people that I've grown up with over the years. I am, I have no problem being alone. I don't have to socialize. So if you're definitely one of those social butterflies, I wouldn't say it's necessarily for you, but I get plenty of socializing on Twitter. So that is more than I've ever talk to people in my life. And so if you like to go out and do all that stuff, it's probably not for you. Also, I'm a huge dreamer and I have usually problems sticking with something. Six months is usually my max and here I'm over a year dedicated to this. So my family's all impressed. So if you are someone who loses interest in something, Definitely try it. And if you're still focusing on this niche after six months and you're still as completely dedicated to it as you were from day one when it sparked your curiosity, keep going at it. I gave myself a five-year plan, just minimum five years to even learn what a stock is. Um, just get familiar with the platform. Um, I told myself five years to give Tim and his challenge and his teachings teachings a chance because 
a lot of his uh, motivational stuff really inspires me. And after, let's see, Mark Crook, it took him 10 years, I think, to become a millionaire, if I remember right. But he was teaching and doing a lot of stuff in between that took him that amount of time. Um, Just stay inspired if you're busy working. I mean, I have a part-time job. Some of my friends, uh, they had full-time jobs, and then they... Uh, we're fortunate enough to have enough in savings that they they quit their job and are focusing all their time studying. And now they're making profits like 900 bucks in the morning. I'm like, wow, you're doing better than I am. Congratulations. And so that person has a family and just having that drive and that being different and kind of weird and not worrying about socializing. I would say get your kids involved too. Mm. Uh, The more your family can be involved with it makes it a whole lot easier. Yeah. You have a supportive family. Everything you've told me in the last conversations we've had, your family supports you. Your stepdad bought you that computer. So that it sounds like is had a big impact on you having that support uh, around you and encouragement. And I know there's a lot of people out there where their families are like, oh, you shouldn't do this. You're wasting your time. My family is kind of like 50-50. Like, okay. yeah, you'll probably get bored with it. We'll support you regardless, but we don't, maybe you will, maybe you won't kind of mentality. And yeah. so my mom just told me two days ago that they're surprised that I'm still sticking with it. It's like, well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But it was in the most loving of ways. Yeah, yeah. And but but I I love the fact that maybe there's still that fifty percent of doubt, and yet they're still encouraging you. They're still supporting you and wanting to see you succeed at it. They just might be surprised. But like, yeah. so what? There's st- they still got your back, and yeah. I think that's like a huge. So, what about you? Are you surprised you're still here, or are you like this is how I'm built? I have always been that kind of person where if I want something, I'm going to make it happen. And that drive in me, especially when people tell me I can't, it's like, excuse me. I mean, shoot, I was the first woman to play football in my school and make varsity. And I was the best defensive end. And so them saying I couldn't do that, it's like, shoot, I'm better than you. What are you talking about? Awesome. That's awesome. Just that kind of drive. I mean, I wanted to do runway. I'm short. They, I was the shortest one doing runway and you could tell it was me, but I stood out and that's what really drove me to continue modeling. I mean, I could have gone bigger had I not been in the situation that I was. And knowing that is like, all right, I'm happy with that. I made it. Um, but it's just that strive to, and determination and motivation to do stuff that people tell me I can't. And yes, I'm from a small town. And so it's a lot harder to get things done, but with trading, it's just so perfect. I could not pass up this opportunity. I already had a career uh, by 19 where I was buying a house on 13 acres and all that stuff. I mean, that's a long story, but I, have a vision. I'm going to get it done. And this is my, uh, what I consider my last resort before having to give my kid to a daycare to a stranger, basically that I don't know. 
And with all this pandemic stuff going on, with all these school shootings going on, like, no, I'm going to be the one taking care of my kid. I'm going to make sure he's safe. If I can make a thousand dollars in the morning or several thousand or even just a couple hundred, I'm, that's more than I'm making at a career where I have the rest of my life sitting behind a desk, which I was doing. And I was the only one to get promoted out of my entire group. And I was only 19. So being around a whole bunch of like 30, 40, 50 year olds, they're like, kid, what are you doing? You're wasting your life. I'm like, you're right. I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. Amazing that other people, colleagues in that position were telling you, don't be here. That's pretty, that's pretty incredible of them. All right, we're going to we're going to bring this home. I think I'm going to be uh asking you now specifically to speak to women. Uh to women who are considering trading, considering going into trading and to maybe the beginner women traders out there. Uh what are the cautions or uh the places that you want to speak to? You know, it's a male dominated industry, you know, for the most part, every trader I have met, uh, in fact, you know, I've been getting, uh, producing some of these episodes and getting a lot of guests. Uh, and I, I've noticed just how many, how easy it is to get so many men. So even recently I was talking to Timbo and about, and I was like, we gotta get, like, we gotta get more women, right? And he's like, yes. So, so I've been focused part of why I wanted you on here today, right? because of your journey, because it's so inspiring, because I know that you're at such the early stages of your journey. And I think it's so inspiring, certainly to me, because I'm starting mine out, but also because I want women to see themselves represented here. I think it's, you know, I told you I read Jane Galena's book recently. We had Airplane Jane on in the last episode, and her book features all women traders. And I felt different after I read that book. I felt like, wow, I could really see myself doing this simply by seeing those other women and their stories. It really impacted me. It kind of shifted something. So if you're speaking to the women out there, and there's probably not that many out there, so, uh, but the handful that are, what is it that you would say to them? So I'm getting my name out on Twitter a lot. And so I mean, I'm getting a lot of messages from, females already, whether they're moms, whether they're single and from all walks of life. And I tell them to don't stop. I mean, if you have a passion, whether you like where you're at, where you don't like you're at, where you're at, whether it's just a hobby or this is all you have, just like go for it. I mean, what is there to lose? I mean, honestly, yeah, you could lose money, but I always tell them start with a cash account or paper trading. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't hurt to be very conservative. And a lot of them that do have kids, they're asking me like, how do you do it? I can't believe you're able to do it. I have this many kids. I'm like, okay, so I don't have more than one kid, although it feels like it with my dog. Um, (laughs) It's like, you really have to understand yourself and what your schedule is like and what you're capable of doing. So like for me, if I keep my kid up past eight o'clock my time um, or nine o'clock, usually that's my bedtime. So if I can keep him up that late, 
he can typically sleep in till roughly 7.30 in the morning my time, so 10.30 Eastern, and that allows me to trade. So knowing that, I'm able to focus my main schedule around that time, which makes a huge difference. And then a lot of um, the moms and women ask me, well, how do you fit in so much studying? My kid takes naps at least one, two times a day for about anywhere from a half hour to two to four hours. And during that time, I'm watching the market and I'm watching Tim Sykes's videos or like stocks to trade videos. I'm just immersed in all of the studying as I can fit in in that time. And on the weekends, uh, it's basically the same. I'm studying as much as I can, except for I can stay up way later. So my sleep does get sacrificed. I mean, yeah. yes, I'm exhausted, but how bad do you want it? Yeah. And during the week, I mean, Tim sends out tweets. Are you still studying? And it's like two yeah. in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> I took a couple hour nap, but I'm awake again. Yes, I'm studying. Here's my videos. Like they're playing still. I'm like, I have them going on even when I'm sleeping. So I'm That's getting awesome. that subliminal messaging. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so awesome. It's just, if they want it, they're yeah. going to be able to adapt their schedules to make it happen. Yeah. You always seem to find time for things that you want. If yeah. you're painting your nails, if you're one of um, the pictures or a couple of the pictures that Tim even mentioned in his blog posts uh, that I was featured in were um, pictures of me cooking dinner or breakfast or lunch, having my laptop on the counter. It's yeah. on full blast so I can hear it over the cooking and the kid. And I'm still studying in the bathtub. When I give my kid a bath, it's a little bit more risky, especially now that he learned to splash, <laughs> but my bathtub was right here. My toilet was right here. I was having my laptop on the toilet. I mean, anything yeah. that I can do now yeah. I have, um, my kid doesn't care about television. So I have, YouTube videos going on from Tim's lessons, steady trade podcast, stocks to trade. Those wow. are going 24 seven again. Wow. And so wow. you really make time. Oh, and another thing is my cell phone has unlimited internet. I put YouTube stocks to trade everything. Yeah. Trading related is on my phone. I'm not watching my phone, but I can hear it. You can hear it. And yeah. Just, all day, every day I've been doing yeah. this from the time I wake up, even in my sleep for wow. over a year now, and I continue doing it and wow. it hurt. you'll make the time if you really want it. And I encourage it. Yeah. <laughs> Tessa, you're inspiring. You're so inspiring. I I'm blown away at your dedication at your discipline. Uh, you're just, you know, you just come across as somebody who's unstoppable and it really is powerful. So you've inspired me. I know you've inspired our viewers. Uh, and I just want to make sure that if you want to follow Tessa, which I highly recommend, you follow her on Twitter, at Tessa Lamping, L-A-M-P-I-N-G, uh, on Twitter. And you said you have a blog. Tell, tell us where they can find you there. Yeah. So um, my blog is 
tessalamping.com. I figured that's the easiest way to find it is by having the domain be my name. And I'm actually working with an amazing team. I keep talking about Trader Sync. They're not only a great online journal, but they're helping me um, with my new blog that's coming out soon. It's um, just a better website. They're helping me be more professional since um, I've inspired them. And they were actually students of Tim as well. And they loved my story. So um, tessalamping.com is a great way. You can also find me under Tessa Lamping on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. Although Instagram, I haven't quite mastered the whole traveling and stuff yet. So that is a future platform that I'll use more <laughs> often, but That's... definitely the others. Tess Lamping is where you can find me. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Tessa, thank you. Thank you for coming on this show. Thank you for being a trader. Thank you for, for showing and inspiring me as a woman that, you know, we we can do this and that uh, we just have to be dedicated and disciplined. It's you have an inspiring story and I am just so excited to see what you create for yourself and for Christian. It's, it's, I'm honored he's a lucky that son. you wanted me on here and I am so grateful. Thank you so much. You made one of my dreams come true. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're, you're a doll. So it's so nice to know you and uh, we will see you guys the next time on the steady trade podcast uh, where we're always going to have really interesting and unique and inspiring guests. Thank you guys. See you all soon. That concludes this episode of the Steady Trade Podcast. And as usual, if you have any questions, concerns, or recommendations for us, please check us out at SteadyTrade.com, where we actually post transcripts of the episode and recap blog posts of the episode. It's a great resource if you're looking to expand your trading and get a more immersive experience from the Steady Trade Podcast.